Star Wars Celebration, the con just for Star Wars, where all the fans come for a weekend to celebrate everything about the saga we all love. It's where all the news gets dropped on us all at once. Whether you were able to be there in Chicago or sat and watched the live stream, we are here to recap everything Star Wars threw at us at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Welcome to a Star Wars Story Podcast, a podcast honoring the stories of Star Wars, the characters within them, and the people who love them. All right. Delaney. Yes. Star Wars Celebration. It was a lot. Um, it was a lot. It, it was, was a lot. lot. Yeah, it was in the best way possible. Um, oh, and yeah. that's coming from someone who was like glued to the live stream two years ago and just sat down and just did not leave the live stream in 2017. Yep. Um, and it felt surreal. Like it didn't feel like I was there. I mean, I know that I was there and I have things to prove it, but it's still kind of like a pinch me moment where it was everything. Um, so during this episode, we're going to recap some of the more notable moments of celebration overall, as well as like my personal experience with celebration and Brooklyn's experience watching the live streams and keeping up with celebration. So the first thing I want to mention um, is obviously Thursday, which was technically like not really a full day. It was like the preview day. Um, so if you had to pick up your badge at will call or something, you could do that that day. But there was a meetup for Raylos, and we met up at the Bean. And weirdly, Ray Park, who plays Darth Maul, was there. Um, I saw you guys' pictures. It was amazing. I don't even like. Honestly, Ray Park, Darth Maul is a Raylo. It's confirmed. So, um, yes. but uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. I like the con the convention itself hadn't even really started and I was already meeting people and I ran into Ray Park. It was insane. Um, I just have to say like, cause Ray Park was there because it was, the, it's the, it was the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace. Yes. So it was like, you know, and I would get so confused. I wasn't there. I was just, I was the glued to the live stream person. <laughs> um, but I would get so confused because they'd be like, you know, working with Ray and doing all this stuff. And I'd just be like, wait, are we talking about like Ray? Or are we talking about like Ray Park? Like I would oh get through like, <laughs> it and I'd be like, okay, no, we're not talking about the character. We're talking about the person. Or like, okay, we're not talking about the person. We're talking about the character. <laughs> oh my God. That's incredible. Um, and yeah, Thursday was a pretty lax day. I arrived in the morning, went to the Raylo meetup. It was amazing. And then um, that evening, um, the the girls that I roomed with met up with Sky Talker, Charlotte and Caitlin, and we got pizza. And that honestly, like, really set the tone for the weekend. At least for me, it did. Um, it just kind of, like, started it off on a really, like, chill note um, and kind of just, I don't know, got me in the right mindset. But... Once we move on from Thursday, then we get into the meat of the weekend, which is Friday, um, which was, I mean, I don't even know if I even have to say it's arguably the biggest day of the convention because it is the biggest day of the convention, but I'll just say arguably for semantics. Um, but Friday was the day that we got the nine episode nine teaser, which- Oh boy. <laughs> 
which we both have obviously a lot of thoughts about. Um, I am interested to hear um, Brooklyn's deep dive into the semantics of the title. (laughs) Okay, so listen, kids. I am I'm an English major. I'm also have spent the last semester in a grammar class where we just it was all very like basically the whole class was deep dive into like sentence breakdowns. And so I when the trailer came out, I was I was at work. I like I was like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. And I just like watched it while I was like crying, shaking in the bathroom. And then I came back and I was like doing work and like writing, like just writing stuff out. And so I like, I did like a, like a, a grammatical, like word part of speech breakdown for every single, like, yes. for every single title of all the Star Wars movies. Oh my and, God. Like, comparing them to the rise of skywalker because it's a little bit funky and it's a little bit it's a different format than we are used to for a just grammatically it's a different format than almost all the other um all the other movie titles so most of the other movie titles like Attack of the Clones or Return of the Jedi or Revenge of the Sith. It is a it's a noun followed by a prepositional phrase. So it's return and then of the Jedi is a phrase. And so it's like the of the Jedi describes the noun, which is return. And so also something that I've like was realizing was that for like attack and revenge and return and i'm doing those ones because those are like of the um they would all three of those words can be either nouns or verbs and contextually once we watched the movie we knew which one it was so that's some really good analysis, honestly. <laughs> I so, like, am if we, here for like, that. Because we haven't seen episode nine, obviously, like, we contextually don't know how to use rise. Because rise, yes. the, ver- the, de- the verb definition of rise is move from a lower position to a higher position to come or go up, which, like, yes, you rise, you know, you rise from something. But rise can also be a noun, which is an upward movement, an instance of coming high, of becoming higher. So it's just, and obviously those definitions are like pretty similar, but you just kind of use them grammatically in a little bit of a different way. And so we don't really know how you would use that. It's like, we, we're going to have to watch the movie contextually, which like in all of the interviews that JJ did over the weekend when people were like, well, what does the rise of Skywalker mean? He was like, you're going to have to watch the movie and then you'll understand. And it's like, listen, yeah. listen, obviously that's the answer. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. Else. But what's even more interesting is the way that they use Skywalker. Yes. Because it's not, it's not rise of the Skywalker, but saying, which would indicate it being, 
almost a singular person just because it is Skywalker as we know it is a name. And so like Rise of the Skywalker would be like if if that had been a title in, you know, the original trilogy Rise of the Skywalker, we would know that that is like Luke rising. Something happens and Luke rises. Like that is what it is. Um and but the way that Skywalker is used because just the rise of Skywalker, it's a little bit different in that like because Skywalker is singular, it still has a it still could be like a one person, but the way that it's phrased, it could also be like a plural. Yeah. So it could be a plural object as like the rise of Skywalker. So yeah, it's oh just so God. so basically my deep day my deep dive was just more of we really need to watch this movie to figure out what it means. But yeah, absolutely. it just semantically is is different than because it starts with an article and it has the rise of Skywalker. And so it's the prepositional phrase is a little bit different. It doesn't identify as clearly what the object is. So yeah, that's my that's my grammar deep dive into the title. Oh my god, I love it so much. Um okay, so we have that title. Um and obviously yes. that that title was revealed at the end, so we're covering that first because it's like just to just to address it because it is and wild. And had to get up on her grammar soapbox. So well, I mean, like it is crazy. I mean, I remember seeing it on the screen, and I honestly didn't know what to make of it when I first saw it. Um, Same. I and and not not in a bad way or a good way. I just was like, I need some time to process this title. Um, I need right. some time to think about you know what it could mean and you know just how I feel about it because honestly, like. With The Force Awakens, when they announced that, I was like, I love it. With The Last Jedi, I was like, this is really ominous, and I love it. With The Rise of Skywalker, it's not that I don't like it. It's just I have to kind of process it because it's a little bit, you know, it is different. It is different. So it's not just one of those things where I'm going to easily accept it. Because one of the biggest differences, at least within, like, the sequel trilogy, is that The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, both of the objects in those titles are ideas that we are familiar with as star wars fans so force and jedi are both things that we contextually have knowledge of and that we we know what they mean and so it's easy it's like almost easier to speculate from there like there was still a little bit like i remember when it was like when the last Jedi was out, it's like, well, is that plural? Is it singular? What does it mean? Like we uh, we still had some back and forth with it, but we had a, a clearer context of what it was. Yes, Whereas, absolutely. Like the way that the title presents the word Skywalker in the same, like on the same level as like Force and Jedi, which is not how we are used to using the word skywalker and so that is i think why people had because that's kind of the the reaction i've heard from a lot of people is like the rise of skywalker like wait what like wait what does that mean because it is using a word that we're familiar with in a very unfamiliar context yeah absolutely so it is kind of that 
that shifting of paradigms to understand what the title means. And we're not going to truly be able to do that until the movie comes out. But when I think we're too, starting like with, to get there with the Skywalker name, you know, it's the process of elimination determining what that means becomes a lot harder because like that name can be referring to a lot of different people within, you know, yep. the saga and it becomes like, you know, I mean, you can look at prequels, you can look at original trilogy, you can look at sequel trilogy. It's like, what, what is this referring to? What does this mean? Like what direction, like it becomes a lot more vague and, and I think that's obviously on purpose and I like it, but um, I am excited to see what it means once we finally watch the movie. Um, because I have a feeling that once I see the movie, I'm going to love the title um, yes. because then it's going to make sense. <laughs> um, but you want to talk about that teaser trailer, Brooklyn? <laughs> Obviously, yes. I want to talk about the teaser trailer. <laughs> okay, okay, so <laughs> if you've watched the trailer, I hope everyone who's listening to this has. But I if hope you, you have. Like, yeah. I, who are you if you have not? <laughs> yeah, I hope you have. But if you haven't, um, it opens up and we hear Ray breathing and we don't see her. And then we see her and she's on a desert planet and Mm -hmm. we we hear we see her take her lightsaber hilt which is the broken lightsaber that she's apparently fixed it has like a new like band around it that like where where her and where where she and kylo broke it so we have like so we have that legacy saber happened with yeah so we have that legacy saber and then we hear some noise and we see the silencer and i could only assume that it's kylo in there i mean like i'm not gonna like i mean like we, you can speculate. we don't see his face but we see the gloves yeah uh, yeah it's like the same tie fighter that i mean it is the paint job is a little bit different like it has like red on yes. it where it didn't before um and so there is like a little there are some subtle differences but it's essentially the same tie fighter that kylo has been flying for both movies um it is like it's obviously not a 100 percent thing but like honestly it's like a 99 percent thing that like kylo yeah. is the one in the tie fighter flying it towards yes. ray yeah and then we get a shot of maybe a new planet um potentially a new planet delaney let's get the flip oh my god i'm so sorry oh my god okay so sorry oh my god okay so then okay let me let me just let me just because i we covered so in my notes i have it as that but then i like i scrolled down anyways anyway then we have this moment and it's slow-mo Oh and God. it's she Ray running away from the tie fighter. Yes. She starts running and then she and launches herself. Like gets there. Oh my God. <laughs> she launches herself into the air and it's like slow-mo and she's like spin like she's doing like a like like spin almost like over the tie fighter, and that's like kind of when it cuts off. Like it's like Yeah, so she's we don't like see what- flipping up like almost to land. It looks like she's gonna land on top of the tie fighter. Yeah, so we don't see, like, like what happens, but we see, oh like, boy. that she is flipping, which is, like, when that happened, I think all the air, like, left my lungs, truly. Did not um, return till the end. Yeah, I, it was wild. Um, yeah. Okay, now oh, I look, can- we talk now about <laughs> how it starts, like, it starts with her, like, breathing and, like, heavy breathing. Yes. And, like, it, her her breaths are, like, very, like, call, like, grounding breaths, like, she's, like, pulling herself back in, and, like- 
the Force Awakens, the original Force Awakens teaser started with like Finn, with Finn. popping yes. up and like heavy breathing, and the and then Last TLJ. Jedi was Ray falling like and like landing and then breathing very hard, yes. and this one is like her the same breathing, but the energy is so different because she's like grounding her. It's like less, so much less panicked. It is grounded and like she knows and she's sure of herself so and like yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we get that moment, which is, like, absolutely mind-blowing and insane to, like, start the trailer off with that, which honestly is a great creative call. Like, I, like, after seeing that, I was, like, I mean, I know I was gonna, like, be interested and love this movie, but, like, I'm, like, wow, we're really setting the tone here for, like, this moment. Uh, Oh, goodness. And then we go into a shot of what I could, I mean, it may not be a new planet, but it also could be a new planet, maybe? Um... I haven't really given much thought to it, but I just thought it would be interesting to mention. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's like, so yeah, so there's a desert planet, which as we know, Star Wars loves its deserts. Yes. Um, <laughs> it could be Jakku. It could be Tatooine. It could be, um, uh, Jeddah. Like it could be like, we already oh. have some desert planets in our back pocket, might be the same one. It might be a different one. And then we go yeah. to another planet, which is like more foresty. We see that there's water happening. We've got plant life, green, green yeah. stuff everywhere. Um, yeah, it I've could heard be a new planet. Yeah, I've, I've heard also some heard... people talking about maybe Batu potentially. For Ooh, the I haven't heard people one. talk about that. That would be interesting if they had yeah. Batu. The one yeah. that I've heard the most, and like I'm kind of more on board with, is is being it being Endor. Yes, or I guess the moon of Endor, or whatever. Yeah. Um, because the like as we see, like in one of the one of the later shots in the movies, we're gonna be jumping all over this trailer. We're not going chronologically. <laughs> um, but we see like the our group looking at like what is like the remains of the death star yeah which and potential death star remains yeah potential death star remains so and the the death star one didn't have any planets near it to as far as i know for the wreckage to fall to yeah but um Endor was close enough that we it probably so that's what I've heard the most which mostly is people just being like if we're going to Endor we're gonna see more Ewoks right because we need to see more Ewoks which I'm if we see more Ewoks I that's just gonna be everything for me like Um, honestly it really will be be. um we get we we get to hear some snippets of amazing music that's gonna be in this movie um so good which I mean, like, what, you know, it's always amazing, you know, with Star Wars, but it's, it really gives you chills. Like, if you listen to it, it's really, really, really good. Yeah, um, it's, like a, it's, a, it's a good blend of, like, themes we've already heard, and we hear, you know, Leia's theme, like, as oh, as we yes. see Leia and yes. Rey hugging, like, you get Leia's theme. The very yes. end, when it reveals the trailer, is, like, Kylo's theme, but, like, in a major key, so, like, yes. all about that. Yeah, that's um, wild. Yeah. Um, and then one of the, <laughs> I love the bullet point underneath this, but, um, the, Don't say when that we one. see... 
when we say Ky- when we see Kylo, he's like he has his lightsaber, but he's basically like body slamming into somebody. Like he, essentially, he, like, that's he, what's he like, has the lightsaber in his hand, and he still like instead of like driving a lightsaber through them, he like uses the hand that lightsaber is in, and just like completely takes this like whoever it is down, and like yeah. oh my goodness, whoever like. To all the people who instantly made gifts of that, like, oh my god, that like 0.5 seconds so that I could just watch it on repeat. Like, y'all are the real ones, and I, yeah, and I truly. did watch it on repeat. Oh my god, endlessly. Yes. So, so good. That um, was amazing. And then we get a little bit of a clip from, um, we see it in some of the promotional images, but we get a clip of mending the helmet. So we get, yeah. like, a little bit of a welding scene, which is, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, uh, so the helmet that, like, he smashed in The Last Jedi, he's just mending it back together. Which, like, yeah. I just love the concept of that. Like, Kylo Ren is the supreme leader. Like, he theoretically has endless resources to his name. Yes. But instead of making a new helmet, he's like, nah, I'm just gonna we're just gonna hack glue this one back together and everything's gonna be fine. Which like that's a oh my god for Kylo. Like we love a crafting king. Um and then and honestly I don't I haven't seen too much hype about this, but if you know me, you know I really love droids. So we get our first look at Dio, who is a new droid in the movie. <sighs> It's so and, cute and little. Yeah, so cute, so little. I love droids. That's one of my favorite parts of Star Wars. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm hoping he's, that he's, he's so cute. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really hoping that there's like it's a prominent role, or we see him like frequently. Um, but I mean, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like disappointed if we don't. I just hope we do because I think it's a really cute droid. Yeah. Um, and then we start to segue into legacy characters, and we get a shot of Billy D as Lando, which is and he's flying the Falcon with <laughs> Chewie and like oh my god, oh, I oh boy, oh, the feels, the nostalgia, I it was a lot, it was a lot to handle, and um, I just loved that moment in the trailer, and that was honestly like. Like, obviously, like, starting off the trailer, I was, like, emotional, but that's when... Because for me, a lot of the nostalgia and the tears come from my connection and my love for, like, legacy characters, so that was where I started to lose it a little bit. And then punch after... We get a one-two punch, or actually a one-two-three punch, because right after that, we get a scene of... I'm, I don't want to assume, but I think it could be Leia holding the Medal of Yavin. Leia. Yeah, so... We see someone holding the Medal of Yavin. Which is and... the medal that Han got at the end of A New Hope that, like, yes. Leia puts over his neck. And so it's that same medal, and someone's just, like, holding it, like, running their finger over it. And, like... Yeah, so I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's Leia. With it. Could be Leia. Oh, my gosh. I know, like, I, c- I can't remember... I think the hands look feminine. That's a weird thing to say, but the hands look... No, feminine. I, to- I like, totally get you. Like, what if it's Kylo, though? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And so, so we have just the scene of the metal. I was like, oh my god, we have nostalgia. And oh, then yeah. they then they really get me with the gut punch because they show a scene with Ray and Leia hugging. Okay. And, like, and oh. that's where I really lost it because for me, no. I'm sure I've mentioned this before, or if I haven't, 
You Leia know. is my favorite Star Wars character, and uh, every time I see her on screen, I basically lose it. So, um, <laughs> so that was like really. I think they handled it really beautifully, but it's gonna be really hard for me to watch. Um, oh, it's gonna be heartbreaking. I know that yeah. was one of the things that like because they had they had a panel for Episode Nine as well, and they brought out yes, J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy, and Stephen Colbert was hosting it for some reason. Not really sure what that was about. <laughs> But, um, and then they brought out the cast, they, you know, they brought out Daisy and Oscar and John and, um, Jonas and Kelly and Naomi, uh, Mackie, who's one of the new, um, one of the newer characters. Was anyone else on the panel? Oh, Billy D. Williams and Anthony Daniel yeah, Billy there D. as well. Yes, yes. I really hope I didn't forget anybody. Um, I, but that one sounds of the right. things... One of the things that J.J. Abrams was saying was, uh, like, how they dealt with Carrie Fisher passing before they started shooting this movie um, was, th- and because they didn't, like, Ryan Johnson didn't kill her in The Last Jedi. Like, like there were some people who thought that, that he would, that, that yeah. they would, they were going to change The Last Jedi and have her die there so that they wouldn't have to deal with it in episode nine. Well, but they didn't. They he he didn't change anything in the movie. The, her storyline stayed the same after Carrie's passing, um, and so what um, what JJ was saying was that they they basically had enough um, unused footage that like wasn't released like beyond like even beyond what was released as like a deleted scene. They had enough unused footage that like had never been released of of Leia in both the Force Awakens. I think on the panel he just said Force Awakens, but I've also heard other places that he was also using stuff from The Last Jedi. So I'm not yeah. sure where that overlap is going to be. Um, and I'm sure it will be fairly recognizable just because like her, her yeah. outfits are kind of going to stay similar to what they were. But basically they they were able to use act- like all the footage in... Um, in in episode nine is going to be Carrie Fisher. It's going to be her saying the lines. They worked it into the storyline. Um, obviously, like in the shot that we see, it's Ray and Leia hugging, and it's like Ray. It's it's Daisy Ridley wearing the new outfit. It's it's her. She reshot everything, but then with technology, they're able to blend those things together and have footage of Carrie and have Carrie in the movie while still being able to keep the story going. So that's how, that's how JJ has said, they already said that they were going to hand, like that's how they were going to handle it. But like just hearing it in the panel, like was very reassuring and very, you know, like yeah. seeing it in the trailer, I was like, okay, it looks, it looks good. It looks, it looks natural. I don't know how natural it will end up. That's my only worry is that it will end up feeling quite unnatural. Yeah. It, I, I'm worried that it, that her storyline will feel like, kind of forced in there because they're gonna have to work around what she already did but like i mean carrie fisher is you know a huge huge heart of star wars in general and like everyone there from you know from jj and kathleen to like all of the actors they all just have such reverence for for her and like i i believe that i have i have full faith that they were going to do everything in their power to make it feel as natural as possible so yeah there was there was an interview that came out a while back and they interviewed um her daughter billy and um or she had i don't know if it was an interview or if she had just made a statement but um she obviously was in 
the movies. She's a character in the in the sequel trilogy. Um, yeah, she plays but, she plays uh, Conix. She's the one. Yes. Um, she has she has a bigger role in the last. She's in the Force Awakens, but she has a bigger role in the Last Jedi. She's the one. She is like almost Princess Leia buns, like uh, like top of her head. Yes, she's the one who kind of she helps Poe in his whole like rebellion thing. She like yes, Holdo at bay. But that is that's Billy Lord who is Carrie yeah. Fisher's daughter. If you don't already know, yeah. So she she came out and made a statement a while back and basically said that. From what she had seen from episode nine and from how they were handling her mom's story in that movie, she was very pleased with it. So for me, I'm like, you know, like obviously like as a fan and as someone who loves both Leia and Carrie, I want to see her story handled well. But I think just hearing her daughter say, you know, like I think they did a good job. That for me relieves a lot of stress and anxiety because I'm like, well, obviously she would say something if she wasn't pleased. Yeah. So I'm, I'm holding out hope. I have faith in JJ. Um, so yeah, that was, that was painful to watch. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that they, we have a lot of shots in the trailer of, it's something that that was something they emphasis emphasized in the, um, in the panel as well is that we're going to have like it's going to be Ray, Poe, and Finn on an adventure together because like which, while they are uh, like they've said multiple like that, that's our that's our that's our trio which like I yes, sometimes take yes, issue yes, with yes. the like we have to have a trio because I think def- it like especially in the sequel trilogy it's much more fluid and there's much more yes, like for sure there's a lot more dynamics of you know the people who we want at the forefront and whose stories we're following than just like three people. But, yeah, because we now have, like, Rose in the mix, too. Right, you have Rose, and, like, Kylo's story plays, plays such a big part. Like, we spend so much yes. more time... We spend more time with him than we do with Vader in the original trilogy. Like, we get more of, like, his journey and, like, where how he gets to where he gets. So, like, you can't... Like, he's not just the villain in the story. Because, like, if you want... Like, villain stories typically you s- are there to, like, move plot along and you have, you know one or two scenes of like, this is my origin story and moving on. And like Kylo is just, he has so much more than that. You can't quite discount it to like yeah. the villain role. So like, yes. I don't always like love that. Like we try to have it be like a trio, but like, if we are saying who the trio is, it's, it's Poe, Ray and Finn. And, and I, I'm glad that they're focusing on like a yes. group adventure for the plot. Yeah, like, and like they, like it's gonna be the three of them. Like they're going on an event. Like they're gonna be doing things together. And like I'm so I'm so ready for those like interactions. It's gonna be so pure. Yes. I'm just, yeah. Oh, very ready for it. I can't wait. Um, and we like mentioned this earlier, but yeah, we do see what appears to be what looks to be the Death Star. Um, at towards the end of the trailer, might not be, but you know it it's pretty pretty close to what it appears to be so we see that and we see the group looking on at that um and then we hear luke's iconic line from the last jedi which is no one's ever really gone and the right. screen goes black yeah, and, and for the whole for the whole trailer it has been luke doing a voiceover yes, and narrating for the most, yes he's been narrating the trailer for the most part it is all new lines and he's saying yes, things it's, like yes you know we've passed on all that we know a thousand generations live in you now um it is very like jj ambiguous but like you know he's pretty much almost guaranteed to be talking to ray yes um and 
Yeah, so... And then we like, get that iconic line. We get him saying, like, no one's ever really gone. You kind of hear it right and, over Leia, too, and it just, you know, tears, all the tears. Yes. And then... And then black. Completely black, black screen. You think and you're then, gonna get the, the title, but no. <laughs> wait for it, because... Like, one of the most iconic laughs starts yes. playing... Arguably, arguably the most iconic laugh in Star Wars, which would be it is Palpatine's none other laugh. Than yes. Emperor Sheev Palpatine. We and have Sheev Palpatine. My goodness gracious! <laughs> and just excuse Palpatine me, laughs, and it's so his voice and his laugh and like what, like the way that he is like done the character of Emperor. Like you can't not like. When I watched it, it wasn't that I didn't know it was the Emperor. I was just like. No, no way. Like they Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, like there it, it was so unmistakable. And in the panel, yeah. what happened is they run it. Oh my Palpatine god. Laughs, yes. You get the rise of Skywalker. Everyone's losing and their then- mind. <laughs> Lights come back up and Ian McDarmond is there on the stage. Everyone else is gone. It's just Ian McDarmond and he just says like Roll it again Roll in it Emperor's again. voice. And like... Oh my god. The whole Mike weekend. His, his, I think he said this line like probably 10 times in different interviews. And just like, I was just yes. in the area. So I came, thought yes. I'd drop in for a laugh. And I'm like... He literally, he literally said that at the fan- and I love it. <laughs> yes. He said that at the Phantom Menace panel because they asked him about that. And he literally said that. And oh, we goodness. were just dying. But yeah, that to me... like. Yeah, it was definitely one of those moments where it's like, I'm not shocked or confused because I don't know who it is. I'm shocked and confused because I have no idea how this ties into this movie. Uh, right yeah, now. Like, that is, it's kind like, of insane. Like, also, and, I just love that all the Palpatine memes are starting to come back, and it's like, yes, yes, these are relevant again. Also, who's your big bad now? Like, it's now Palpatine. Right? Like, oh, people goodness. who are like, oh, Kylo's the big bad? The no. implications of Palpatine's laugh are just endless. My, yeah, my no, personal, big bad. like, theory is like, that he's some sort of, like, Force Ghost-ish, like, whatever the Sith version of a Force Ghost is on, like, the remains of the Death Star. I would be surprised Ooh. if he, like, I don't know, was more physically there. Yeah, because we haven't, like, there's been no, like, time that we've ever seen, like, a Sith Force ghost, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like, just because we haven't seen it. If anyone was going to do it, like, Palpatine is the most powerful, like, Sith user that we've ever known, so, like, it's going to be him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, speculation will ensue. Yeah, we're definitely, I mean, like... As we get more information about this movie, like when we get the official trailer and when we get oh more information that's not spoilers, like we get like official Just information. The we'll obviously, of getting more footage of this movie, like I got overwhelmed <laughs> for a second. Yeah, we'll obviously be covering this movie as we know as, more about it, but yes. as of right now, that's all we know. It's yeah. that teaser trailer that we saw at celebrations that and dropped, they also and- they did also release pictures of characters yes so like adam driver wasn't oh, there yes. at celebration he's like currently on broadway so i'm like guessing that's why he wasn't there yes, um yeah. but like they released a picture like kylo we didn't see any actual footage of like kylo's face in the trailer um but they did release a picture of his character they um released a picture of naomi aki's character whose name is gonna be yes. Jana, and she looks awesome like her hair yes, is yes. like oh like great awesome she has a headband like very like 
I was just getting, like, from the, like, production design of it, I'm getting very big, like, Indiana Jones vibes from it, which I am oh my God, yes. a fan of. Yeah, that moment um, of, then, like, Finn and Poe sitting in the, sitting in, like, whatever ship they're in. Like, right? that, to me, gives me and, very, like... like Poe's whole scarf yeah. thing. It's great. Yes. But, yeah, for um, sure. we also, they also showed up, they showed a picture of Rose, and it's Rose talking to Ray. so, like, <gasps> yay, they get to Queens. talk to each other, like, we need, like, girls having conversations with each other. Like, I, like, there was something... It was it was just a clip of from the Phantom Menace when um it's actually Padme who's saying it to Sabe, but like we don't know that they're undercover yet. But she's saying, like, we are brave, your highness, saying, you know, we we should leave the planet. And like that's the first time that Star Wars passed the Bechdel test, and like that sucks. Yeah, but and like, we didn't Yeah, we didn't get that in solo either. So I'm yeah. like it didn't pass that in solo. So I'm really hoping that it and can like, pass the, it. And like like Ray really this. has not like we do get like Leia talking to other women and like we do get that but like yeah. Ray really hasn't had any other interaction with female characters other than like yes. talking to Leia like once or twice. So like I just I want I want Ray to have girlfriends to be able to talk to girls and same. Like, yes, we love and like we said in our, in our previous episode how like we were worried about like Rose being sidelined and how we had hurt like yes. she wasn't in that like leaked poster and like all that stuff and she wasn't in the trailer but one of the things that JJ Abrams did say at the panel because um, if you're not aware like Kelly Marie Tran was like the most delightful person on instagram and social media ever oh my god and she like she had to delete her entire like delete like not just like sign off of instagram like she had to delete every single thing off of her instagram and like all of social media like she's not on it anymore because of how like awful and racist like the trolls and like just people were bullying her and so she ended and so there had been a lot of like really racist hate and awful stuff from that like very small minority of I would I would not call them fans but like small minority of people who reacted poorly to you know her character or for whatever reason and so she did have to yeah and when Kelly came on the stage for that episode nine panel like she got a standing ovation and people were chanting her first name it was incredible like she got all of this love and like it was so beautiful to see her face and to have her just like physically be there it's what she deserves and it was amazing and it's right uh jj said multiple times he you know because i was i you know people always speculate people are always talking like there had been a lot of talk about how you know oh jj like there have been a lot of extreme stuff that was like, oh, JJ's gonna retcon the Last Jedi, you know, oh God, or like yeah. JJ, like JJ hates everything that Ryan did, yada yada yada. Uh, which like that is obviously like not the true. Both, like <laughs> extreme of that was not going to be true, but yeah. um, I but I was was worried that like it was like Rose was gonna be a little bit sidelined and that like he was going to like kind of react adversely to what the last Jedi, like the contents of last Jedi and multiple times, but he said it in the, um, he said it in the trailer or in the, on the panel and multiple times in interviews, like throughout the rest of the weekend. But he just said that, you know, 
he was like he that he he would say he how grateful he was for everything that Ryan Johnson did in the Last Jedi. With like, yes. thank you for appreciating it. Like he did do so so much. But he said he said the the best thing that Ryan Johnson did was to hire and to cast Kelly Marie Tran and to give her this character, give him this character. Honestly, and, like, yeah. Oh. I mean, I like totally agree because like her role in that movie was amazing and. I need to see more of Rose. And I know we've gotten Rose content outside of the movie. We've gotten books and we've gotten comics. But um, I need to see... The fact that we got that still shot of Rose and Ray, honestly, just really... That really kind of... It kind of tabled... I mean, like, I'm still still a little nervous. But to see that, you know, the fact that that was one of the stills they showed. Yeah. And and the fact that her... Like, the outfit she's in is a new, more, like... Like, a like more she professional, looks like an you know? officer in the resistance. Yeah, so I think she's like risen in the ranks, which is like amazing. Yeah. Um, like that. But... Basically, like I, I, I can understand Rose having a smaller role in Episode yes. Nine. You know, there's a lot of things that they're gonna have to juggle, and like JJ said multiple times, like they really were focusing on having that trio together and having them on an adventure. So, like, I can understand like how she can play a smaller role, but just the way that JJ was saying it was very much not like a, Oh, I don't care about Rose. Like we'll, we'll stick her in here because now we have her like, like the way that he talked about her was very much like whatever Rose's storyline is, whether I end up liking it or not, there was love and thought put into it. And like that very much assuaged a lot of my fears. Yeah. So we have that, and that was that was basically the teaser, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, that was that was only the biggest and, thing that happened over celebration. Yes, yeah, that was. But it's like not arguably all that like, happened. No, no. Um, so, I when I was in Chicago, the group that I was with, we went and watched. We were sitting in the Sky Talkers podcasting room with them prior to their panel, just watching the nine panel because it was gonna ha- their podcast panel was gonna happen right after. Yeah the nine panel. And so we're sitting there watching it. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to their episode, which is, um, they, they posted the episode they recorded that day. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's basically like a very raw reaction. Very immediate reaction to that. Yes. Yeah. And it's really good. Um, so if you haven't listened to that already, what are you doing? Go listen to that right after you finish listening to this episode, obviously. Um, but yeah, so I was there. That was amazing. I loved all their thoughts on that. Um, and obviously, because it is Sky Talkers, they made bingo cards so that we could check off all the things they said during the episode, yep. which was That's incredible. Sky loved it. Bingo. Yeah, obviously. Um, and then the other big panel. I mean, like, I don't know if I would say big panel, but I went to one of the publishing panels later that day, and uh-huh. there there are three things I'd like to mention that I'm excited about. Um, the first thing that I'm really excited about is the new, I believe it's a YA novel. It's part of the Galaxy's Edge tie-in. Mm-hmm. It is called A Crash of Fate, and it is described as, like, very similar to Lost Stars, which I love that book. Yeah. So I literally can't wait for that. Um, it takes place on Batu because it is a tie-in to Galaxy's Edge. Yep. So I believe that comes out sometime this fall. I don't want to say... a I don't want to say a month because I'm sure I'm going to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that comes out this fall. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. And then there was two books that were released. 
um, I think last year, and they were be more Vader and be more Yoda. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, how to how to better emulate those characters. And yeah, so they're it, now, it, they announced they were like cutesy little like pretend like self help books like under the like be more like Yoda, like be like a good person, like be like Vader and be you know ambitious and all that stuff. Yeah, they were, they were super cute. Yeah, so they announced two more, which the first one is Be More Lando, which is great. And then the second one, which I already have pre-ordered, is Be More Leia, because, I mean, who doesn't want to be more Leia every day? You know what I mean? Like, who doesn't want to be as much like Leia as you can possibly be? So I have that on pre-order. I can't wait to get that. I'm really excited about it. And then the third one that I'm excited for, which is a little, like, it's a little kid's book. It's called Ray and Pals, and it is by Jeffrey Brown, who has done, I think it's, isn't it, um, like, Vader's Little Princess, I think, is one of them, and, like, there's a few others, but it's really, really, really cute, um, like, just, like, the drawing, like, the... It's so cute. Yeah. It looks so Yeah, gorgeous. it's really, yeah, it's really cute. They actually showed us, um, they showed us some pictures from the inside of the book. So maybe we can tweet, I'll tweet some of those later on our podcast, Twitter or something. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, those are really cute. And I really am excited for that because I believe this is the first one he's done that focuses on the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I could be wrong, I think but I is. think it is. Yeah. So I'm really excited. And like on the cover, you see like Holdo and like Rose and like all these other, like, it's like really, like, it's not just like, it's not just Finn, Poe and Ray. It's right. like a bunch of like other characters too, which is great. Um, so those were, like, the two main panels of Friday, but then a crazy thing happened on Friday. Yeah! Um, I still can't believe this happened to you. I'm so jealous. So, okay, so we, I think we were getting ready to leave the convention center. It was, like, towards the end of the day, and, um, we're going down the escalator, and, excuse me, I'm sick. I didn't, I didn't say that at the beginning of the episode. If you hear my, if you hear me clear my throat, it's because I have con crud, so rip um but one of my friends uh points up and like on the walkway like the where we were just at because now we're like going down on the escalator on the walkway she says oh my god that's Aaron Kellyman and I literally I, I take a split second to decide whether or not I'm gonna run back up the escalator that's going down because I'm like I need I need to get to her as fast as I can and so <laughs> I end up running down the down escalator, running up the up escalator and like running. And then like it, she's with like, it's like her and like her mom, maybe like a few other family members, like they're like getting ready to leave. And I, I'm like, hi. Like, I just, I'm like, I'm like, if you're trying to leave, you know, it's fine. But I just wanted to say hi. And that I like love your character so much. And she plays I Enfys really Ness, want, if you don't know. In yeah. She's Enfys Ness in solo. And I, I was like, I really want more Enfys content and I just like love your character so much. And she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I was out of breath and she said like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I just like ran to get here. So I'm like, so it's cool. kind of Whatever. out of breath. Yeah, I'm like out of breath. And she asked me what my name was and we talked for a brief moment. I got to get a picture with her and she was like the sweet, she was so she genuinely so, nice. Like she just has like, such a sweetheart. Like I yes. love her so much. And like, she's so yeah. cute and so pretty. And I'm just like, yes. oh my goodness. I love she, you so much. Like I, even in that picture, like I just zoom in on her because she's just like stunning. Like she's so pretty. And she was just like 
so genuinely gracious the entire yeah. time she was there, which is just like, I'm so glad that she got so much fan love during the weekend because I love her character. I'm, I honestly like really genuinely, I don't care what form we get it in, whether it be like a book, comic, show. I just need more emphasis. I just, yeah, I need more emphasis. So if anybody, hey, Disney Plus, um, can you give me an emphasis nest show? Please Thanks. Um, give me an emphasis nest show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so, so that was... glad that you're going to be there with me for celebration next year because. Oh my God. I, okay. When I see people that I like want to meet. Uh, my reaction is not, oh, I should go up and say hi to them. My reaction is, oh my like, God, no, we're I'm going, going to, like, <laughs> curl up in a ball and wait for them to leave because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> so oh I'm my not going to no. be there, there until was... I actually meet people. <laughs> oh, my God, no. I Like, if I recognize them, I'm like, we're going, like, we, you just at least have to say, like, hi. Like, I mean, like, depending on, oh, like, no. You're depending on, like, to, where like, they're just, going. Just know now, like, fetal position will probably be my reaction to, like, Oh my god! <laughs> of the things that happen in celebration, be like, ah, and I'm panicking, and we're on a ball now. Oh my god! I'm, like someone's gonna walk up. I'm like, hi, Delaney. And they're like, I'm like, and that's Brooklyn. <laughs> like, that ball around. over there, that's Brooklyn. Oh my god! I'm literally dying. That's so like, funny. Yeah. No. Like even if it's not like like people who are in the bit, like just anyone that I know. Like if I know you, like people that I would like know on Twitter or stuff like that, I'll probably just yeah. go up into a ball and like you're just gonna be like. Brooklyn wants to say hi to you. Just give her a second. She'll come out of her shell. I'm like a turtle. You can oh like God. wait until I'm not scared anymore. And then I'll come out. Die. Literally a defense mechanism. Yes. I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, so that was basically the gist of Friday. Friday was basically nine. And then there was like other panels. But the only one that I went to was the, the publishing panel. Um, so then we get to Saturday. And Saturday's big panel was Galaxy's Edge panel. And... I didn't really talk about this on Twitter because honestly, after Friday, I like depending on what happened during the day, like I wasn't like I was active on social media, but I wasn't actively posting just because I was like there. So it wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like I was trying to I was trying to be as active as I possibly could. But um, with Galaxy's Edge, you know, I was talking to a few people and it seemed like a good chunk. Like I would wager like 70 to 80% of the stuff that they talked about was like not new information. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I mean, I, you don't have to sell me on galaxy's edge. Like I'm already going, you know what I mean? Like I don't, you don't need to sell me on this because I'm going, but the, it was, it was cool. Um, they mainly just covered, like there was a cute little clip with Josh Gad, who was the host, um, the moderator of the panel. And it was really cute. And um, they showed, like, some brief clips of, like, what the rides will kind of be like. Very brief. Like, really, really brief. Yeah, it, Not was, even, it was like, pretty much what they'd already released earlier. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was mostly, which, like, I get them wanting to, like, keep it under wraps until it's, like, absolutely yes. finished. But, like, it was very much, pretty much the only new thing that they announced was, like, we already knew that all of, like, the stuff in the store, like, they're gonna, it's very gonna be, it has very, like, merchant market vibe and like all of the stuff that you would buy in galaxy's edge is like in universe so if you haven't ever been to disney before like all of their stuff is very branded and all their stuff is like where wherever you're gonna buy stuff like you know very disney branded um like star wars merchandise all that jazz but everything that you're gonna buy in um in whatever it's called in Galaxy's Edge is going to be in universe. So it's not going to have like the, like there will still be obviously like tags on it and stuff, but like it's something that like you could put in a star Wars movie and it would be 
um, fine. And yeah. so an extension of that is that they uh, Disney partnered with Coca-Cola and Yes, um, this is wild, was, honestly. I know. So they changed, like, <laughs> they created all new bottles, and, like, the writing is in, like, the Star Wars, like, language, and, like, the Star Wars, like, font or whatever, and it, like, you can still obviously tell that it's Coca-Cola. They had, the bottles that they showed were just Coke, Diet Coke, and Sprite. Um, yeah. But it, all of the, um, like food and drink are still gonna be like branded in universe which is really cool not really sure if that means that like coca-cola is canon now but like i'm sure oh, we definitely, can, that's we exactly can what that means the implications of that that's exactly what that means um so yeah that was really i mean like that was cool i am excited about that um but yeah it was it was a fun panel i mean like again disney really doesn't have to sell like they don't have to sell me on this because it's something i'm going to go to yep. so I just kind of went because I wanted to see if there was anything new and there was, you know, some new information. So Did you get the Coca-Cola was... shirt? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. It looks so cool. They admit they did a Coke they released like a Coca-Cola shirt with like the new like Star Wars Coca-Cola label on it and it just it looks very cool. I believe don't quote me, but I be- yeah, it's like it's like a mixture of like the Coke label and then also like it looks like Arabesh kind of like Star Warsy looking. Yeah language so yeah it looks pretty cool um and then we get to and I didn't go to this panel but I did watch the trailer later and um I'm gonna just briefly touch on it but it's the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order panel which is the new game that's coming out by Respawn and EA and this is literally the description that is from the trailer um it says Cal Kestis, one of the last surviving members of the Jedi Order after the purge of Order 66, is now a Padawan on the run. And I'm intrigued. I am. Um, I'm intrigued to see. I mean, I'm not a huge gamer. My husband is. But I, you know, like with Battlefront and, you know, with the story mode that we got from that with Iden Versio, that was really cool. Mm -hmm. And... I'm just excited to see, like, what we're going to get as far as, like, the story for the game. Um, I mean, like, I'm probably going to be watching it, not playing it. Yeah. So, but just thought it'd be important to mention because I thought it was cool. Um, And then we get to probably one of the most, probably, like, one of the more prominent points of when I literally blacked out at Celebration, um, which is when I met Hayden Christensen which still oh feels gosh. surreal to even say that out loud like did I th- that happen I don't know um I mean like I have a picture to prove it but I literally blacked out um it it was so fast and but he was really really sweet and I in Orlando you know I had some friends who met him and I I told myself you know like if he comes back and I didn't think he was going to so the, when they yeah. announced him I was like well I don't I don't want to miss this again and so that was one of the treats for myself for the weekend. So I got to take a picture with Hayden and that was incredible. He was so, so sweet, like really, really genuinely nice um, to do that. that I, every um, story that I heard from people like meeting him was just like, he was so nice, so genuine. Like yes. they're like, I, I read stories about people who like freaked out, like when they went to go meet it. Cause like, that would be me. Like I would just, you know, at, like just lose it. And like, he was like, Co- like comfort them and be like it's okay you know like he was just he is he is so sweet and I'm so glad that like he still like comes back for Star Wars stuff because he did get yes. a lot of like there was a lot of stuff that people like 
negative stuff that people said about, you know, his Anakin performance in, you know, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, which, you know, is not all entirely, like, you know, yeah, valid. It's, I mean, like, and... it's a com- yeah, it's a combination. Like, when you look at a, an actor's performance in a movie, you're not just looking at the actor, you're looking at the writing, you're looking at the directing, you're looking at so many different things. So the actor's performance is not necessarily indicative of the actor themselves. So exactly. for people to, for people to criticize him and only him, um, I feel like is really short-sighted. Yeah. And um, like it's something it's something that like Hayden Christensen, like people have started to say like uh Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks, said this like oh my God, later I love on him in so the, much. Um, later on in the in the con um and something that like uh you mcgregor said in an interview like recently that like the negativity that they got from um from the 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 prequels because there there was there was negativity that came out from that like they said like even george lucas told them like listen you're gonna have people who are gonna be negative right now but you give it like wait till the people who are kids right now watching your movie they're gonna grow up and they're gonna tell you how much they love it and they're gonna tell you how much it means to them and they're gonna tell you like the impact that you had and here we are like this was the 20th anniversary of the phantom menace and you know they've all said like that is what's happening now like i don't know how george knew that was what's gonna happen but it is and like yeah you know they're they said like they still have people who come up to them and are like like I loved, like I grew up watching the prequels. I loved the prequels. Like the prequels mean so much to me. They're my favorite Star Wars movies. Like there are a big group of people who love the prequels, and a lot of them are people who grew up with them. And the people who grew up with them are now adults, and they're now like have yeah. their own voice in the fandom, and so they're able to like better voice those opinions and give the, like positively give them to the actors and to the creators and so it has been really nice to see that positivity come from from those from those the prequels that have sometimes gotten not so positive thoughts yes absolutely so that happened and then i ran directly back to wintrust to catch the sisters of the force panel um, I'm so glad that they showed that. Like, I, they showed that on the stream, yeah. and I was just very happy. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I left McCormick at like three thirty, and it started at four, so I got there like right on time. Right. Um, but the people who were on the panel, so you had Ashley Eckstein, who was the voice of Ahsoka Tano. You had Vanessa Marshall, who voices Harrison Dula, Cat Tabor, who voices Padme, um, Susie McGrath, who voices Tam in Star Wars Resistance. Um, you have Athena Portillo, who is um, a Star Wars producer, and then you have Amy Ratcliffe, who is a Star Wars.com journalist, but she also wrote, she also wrote, I believe it's Women of the Galaxy. Yeah, Women of the Galaxy. It, it is. So yeah. I, I have it, and I, I pull it out all the time to look at. It's so beautiful. Same. It is a, it's a book that is, like, it's almost a coffee table size book of. Yes, I would agree. I think it's, I believe it's 75 um, yeah. different women. Uh, that are mm-hmm. characters within the universe, whether they be from, you know, our main characters, our background characters from, um, you know, books, movies, TV shows, video games, just female characters within the Star Wars saga. And they yes. have bios of them. Often they will, it's like some of them have quotes from their, either their creators or the voice actors behind them. And then, um, 
all of them have at least one portrait of them, if not multiple. Yes. And all of the artwork in it is, was done by female or non-binary artists. And it is, it's just so beautiful. Which is absolutely incredible. Um, yes. If you have not had the chance to, I mean, not even buy the book, but if you, the next time you're at a place where you can just look at it, I, if you haven't looked at it yet, I highly recommend just flipping through it because it's stunning. And um, yeah, basically with the Sisters of the Force panel, you know, it was, it was very conversational and um, we got, we had a lot of like really important, um, I would say like life lessons that were talked about um, amongst the different actors um, regarding, you know, overcoming, overcoming um, difficulties in their life where, you know, like Susie McGrath talked about having like a speech impediment. um, And I believe it was, was it a lisp or? I think it was a stutter. Is a speed- oh yeah, stutter. Okay, so she she talked about that, and then we have um, we had, you know, talking about like bullying and the impacts that that can have, and um, yeah, just it was it was a lot that, of like yeah, like stories either from their own lives or from people like fans who have come up to them and told them their stories of just people who have gone through yes. you know really hard things. Like there were people like stories of people who have gone through cancer, people who have gone you know through bullying, through you know different like hardships in their lives, and how not only Star Wars but um, like the strong the you know the women of the galaxy have helped them to get through that. Yeah, it was very, very, very powerful, very positive, um, and I'm really glad I got to catch that panel. And even if I didn't get to catch it, I would have definitely watched it on the stream later because that was one that I really wanted to watch. Um, so I'm glad I got to be there for that one. Um, and then I, I mean, I'm sure there was other programming happening, but I ended my night at the Who Talks First trivia night, which if you're not familiar with the Who Talks First podcast, where have you been? Very good. Um they're very amazing. I love them. Um, but all it did, honestly, like, like I know certain things about Star Wars and like, I definitely have like my focused areas of interest, but for me, it was like really like an awakening to me realizing how little I know in regards to certain trivia. I'm like, I, I don't know. There is like, I could do like my state of Star Wars knowledge is like, if I'm just going to go up against like, you know, just like groups of people that like I know like in real life. If I'm going yeah. up against yeah. like kind of your average Joe, I could beat you at Star Wars trivia. If I'm going up against like other super, Star Wars yeah. fans, like I don't know anything. Well, and they were like very specific, yeah, like niche questions. I'm and I'm just that. like in any subject. Yeah, and yeah, and so like I just liked being there to witness it. Definitely. Um because I was like, oh, like wow, these people are, you know, like because like I think being able to retain trivia is definitely, like, a skill. Like, I know people who, you know, like, being able to retain and recite back trivia is something that they are good at. That is not something I am particularly good at. So, but I I just enjoyed being there. And obviously, just because I love their podcast, it was cool to be there to, like, support them. Yeah. Um, So that wrapped up Saturday. And then we get into Sunday, which was really cool. Um, Big panels. Sunday was really big. Sunday opened up with the Mandalorian panel, um, which is, if you're not familiar with it, it's going to be the live action Star Wars show that's going to premiere on the Disney Plus streaming service. Um, So, and we have Pedro Pascal, who is the Mandalorian. 
Um, he is the titular role. Um, so the panel, we were introduced with Dave Filoni and John Favreau, and they started off the panel talking about the concept for the show, you know, the development, and then they brought out, um, three, I believe it was three of the actors, or I think it was three, um, yeah, no, it was three. So, and, so it was Pedro Pascal, who's the Mandalorian. Um, Carl yes. Weathers, who's... Um, yes. I think it's, it's like Grief is his name. I don't remember if like he... If they gave, I think they gave a last name, but then like in the press releases, they did not give the last name. So yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um, but yeah, Carl Weathers, he's, he was like um, Apollo Creed and Rocky. Like you'll probably recognize him if you see him. Um, and then Gina Carano was um, the other actor that they had out there, and her character's name was I don't remember. Let me look it up. I'm trying to think of what her character design looks incredible. It does. She's like, like an ex. Oh, uh, Cara Dune was her. Um, oh yeah, Cara, Cara Dune. Dune. That's it. Yeah. Um, but her. Oh, she looks amazing. Yeah, she like <laughs> is she's like an ex-rebellion pirate uh, pilot and like is trying to figure out like where she fits in the post-rebellion world the show is going to take place like five years after um the the jedi Jedi and like how the world is um which i'm excited for like i'm really looking forward to that my biggest like beef with this panel was that they had two different they had like (laughs) they had like two and a half minute like sizzle reel at the beginning of like some of like it's like a little bit of footage and then like some footage like interspersed with like pro- like producers talking and at the very end they got like it was like eight minutes of like actual footage from the show yeah and- so they we got a lot of like we got a lot of like they gave us like in the beginning it was showing like a lot of like the practical effects yeah. as far as like so we got to see like some of the practical effects but then we got to see the practical effects like in the context of the show so we got to see like some of like the you know behind the scenes and then like towards the end we got to see like actual show footage like directly from the show and um and like after seeing like the practical footage like it really I don't know it just gives you like I mean like Star Wars obviously is like all about practical effects if you you know like that's clearly like a foundation but I just really like seeing those practical yeah. effects in action, and like one of the you know, things, one away. of the things they, that they that they said and they showed a little bit of was that they're doing um a what's it called um oh they're doing like models so like how they did the, yes. the ship yes, footage yes, yes. in like the original trilogy was that, like they built small scale models and they had they built rigs with cameras and like swung it around so that it looks like you know it looks like you it's moving when it's like really just moving like a couple inches and they brought yeah, that, really they cool. brought that back and that's how they're doing a lot of like the ship work in the show which is super cool it looks, but like it looks so my good beef too is is that the footage that they showed from the show they didn't put on the live stream and it was the only panel yeah, so how much so did you not get to see either the of only, the either of the no, reels so the only footage we got to see was the like how they were doing like the camera rigs which okay, was cool, yeah, I remember that. But like it was it was so strange because it was like it was the only panel that they didn't like live stream all the footage that was coming from it, you know, and like it was it obviously wasn't like a we don't wanna 
Like we, it wasn't like Galaxy's Edge where they didn't show anyone anything, but like they just showed it to people at Celebration, which like I understand wanting to make things like Celebration exclusive, but there are a lot of things that like are Celebration exclusive that people aren't going to get by not being there. Like that's just the virtue yeah. of not I actually being at the event and just sitting and watching the live stream. However, like it was the only thing that didn't have footage and it was like, this is this new show. And if you really wanted to create hype around it, like why wouldn't you just show that like on the internet? And like, I saw like clips of it from people just like recording it on their phones. Cause like we, it's 2019. Like people are going to pull out, like, I don't, I don't, like they don't care if you say don't record this, like people are going to pull out their phones and record it and like put it on YouTube. Yeah, send it exactly. to their friends. Like, saying like this is a con exclusive like especially in 2019 like doesn't mean a whole lot anymore and so it was just yeah super, the weight is like not there right like people were live streaming it from their phone like if you like knew them and like they were like periscoping it from their phones like it was not like i don't know it just really bugged me and i was like i really wanted to be like i obviously still am excited for the mandalorian it just kind of it really peeved me that i was just like you're literally the only ones who did like con exclusive footage. Like everyone else got to see yeah. everything. So it was like, it was, yeah, it was quite, it was quite annoying, but like, I guess it's what yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Excited I'm excited. Like, I was do, like a trailer for it. Like, yeah, no, I, I definitely thought that like we were going to yeah. get like footage, but then like, it was going to be like the nine panel where like they drop the trailer at the panel, but then they drop it like online. So yeah, that was very strange. That's kind of what I thought it was going to be, but I'm sure that we're going to be getting something soon. Um, but yeah, I'm like, for me, it's like, I, I definitely am excited. I'm more excited now that I, you know, saw what I saw, right. but I, it definitely looks like it's going to be great. I mean, like I was already planning on getting Disney plus, but like oh, now yeah. it's like, I, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it wasn't... Like, same thing, same thing with Galaxy's Edge. Like, the these panels don't have to sell me on anything because I'm already getting it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm, like, they don't have to do any work because I'm already sold. Um, So, that was a really good panel. And then this... I wasn't able to attend this one, but they had a Clone Wars panel, which, like, honestly, I love Clone Wars. I know that so many people love I Clone love Wars. Clone Wars um, so much. Yeah, love Clone Wars. Um, I put in a few things to mention. Um, Brooklyn, if there's anything that I didn't put in that you want to mention, feel free to mention it. Um, because I only put in like a few little things. But one of the, arguably one of the biggest things is that they announced that Ray Park did motion capture for Maul, yeah! which is like so like so yeah, cool. So, so if you don't know already. Um, Sam Witwer did the voice for Maul in um in Clone Wars. Um, and Ray Park did, was the physical actor who did, um, all of like the actual shooting and everything for, uh, Darth Maul in episode one. And, and then they like, they merged. Yeah. So when, when, when he came, when he came back in solo, they used both actors. So Ray Park was physically there, but Sam Witwer still did the voice. And so like he did the voiceover, Ray Park tried to match it. And then Sam Witwer came over and did it again, like help blend it together and make everything more cohesive. And then as they were going into, um, Clone Wars, they were, they wanted to do, uh, if you've seen Rebels, Maul is also in Rebels and he interacts with Ahsoka there and they they reference 
like a time that they have met, like the siege of Mandalore. Like they reference all of this stuff that we never got to see in Clone Wars that we are now going to see in this new seventh season. Um, and with that, uh, they're basically doing a really big lightsaber battle, like on the scale of which they haven't done before in, um, in animation because you know it's hard to do like it's hard to do body movement lightsaber battle like in um animation and basically it was because of the work that dave filoni had been able to do in live action on the mandalorian that he was like more comfortable using mocap and be and and so they had they did they have they had ray park come back because he is um he is like a he is a martial artist he still is very like much into art martial arts if you follow him on on Instagram, like he is constantly videos yes. of him like punching <laughs> things, flipping over things. Like he's very much still like a very active martial artist. And so they did. They had him um do the um motion capture. And so all of the movement of Darth Maul, I don't know, I don't I'm guessing not all of the movement, like if he's just sitting down in a scene, but like when Darth Maul is fighting in this new season of Clone Wars. It's going to be Ray Park doing that movement, which is really cool. And like Sam, Sam Witwer and Dar- Ray Park have like they, they like have such a, like a cute little bromance, and like they are always like working to, like they love working together on this character and like kind of becoming like together to become one per this one character. And so, yeah, no, it's super cool yeah. because like just the amount of work that um, Darth Maul got in like clone wars and rebels like sam witwer is so much of maul but you can't like you couldn't discount him but you can't also you can't say the same for ray perk because like anytime you physically see him and for most um for for most people like that is what they're seeing is the movies and so they've seen ray park as their um yeah absolutely as their as their Darth Maul, and so bringing those two together is just ugh, so good, amazing, and yeah, like Brooklyn mentioned earlier, we're going to be actually seeing the Siege of Mandalore, which is amazing, yep. and I'm so excited for that. Um, we get two new characters, both females, sisters Trace and Rafa Martez, which like I am here for more women in yes, Star Wars. Yes, so, Star Wars. Like, Ahsoka has, like, girls that she can hang out with and talk to, and, like, yes. they're women, they're women of color, like, and I don't remember yes. if they announced who the voice actors were, but I, from what I could tell, like, the actors were also women of color, the voice actors, and, like, and they're, and they're women of color who aren't coded as aliens, which is awesome, because that happens too much. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be yeah. amazing. And then I didn't see the footage because I wasn't there, but we see footage at the panel. They showed footage of just Ahsoka being generally yeah, a badass. Yeah, so, 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 so it's Ahsoka. There's one, like a really, like kind of almost weirdly long clip of like Ahsoka, like her, um, her like uh, motorbike, like um, malfunctioning and her just kind of like problem solving it. And you kind of see like she basically ends up like crash landing, like and meeting trace and rafa um and then the second clip which i legitimately cried out i was just sitting there and i was like i can't handle this like anakin and ahsoka's <laughs> like relationship is like it i love oh it my God, so I much know. like they're so rich there's so much there and it's just a clip of like anakin and ahsoka like they're walking down the hallway and he's kind of like you know saying like you're like the clones are like 
saluting her and she's like, I'm not a commander anymore. I'm not a Jedi. Like they shouldn't be doing that. And he was like, they don't care. Like they know how much you've done for them. And like, they're not going to discount that just because, you know, you're not, you're no longer a Jedi and like, they still support you. Yeah. And like, it was so great. Cause you could feel like that tension and then that like awkwardness. That's just going to be there because like Ahsoka's left the Jedi order. Like she, you know, and Anakin hasn't. And there's, so much history there and you can like it's palpable in there and so like just them interacting yeah, no my Jedi. heart was just like oh my goodness and then they open yeah. the door and rex is there and like rex and ahsoka are also so great Ugh, and bless, the entire bless. 501st squadron is like they repainted their masks to match ahsoka's like face pattern and like I was just there. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Um, yeah, I I'm really excited that we're getting more Clone Wars. Um, I mentioned this on our first episode, but that like really brought me into like full fledged, yeah. just immersion. Like so, that really added I'm a new so level. I'm so excited because my so so my brother right now he's on a he's on a mission in New Zealand, and so he'll get back in July. But, like, part of, <laughs> part of him being on a mission is that, like, he doesn't, like, he's not, like, consuming any, like, media or anything. Like, it's all very, like, church-oriented. Yeah. And so he hasn't, he hasn't seen The Last Jedi. He hasn't seen Solo. And he's, like, the, he's such a big Star Wars fan. Like, he, like, me and him, like, we just, we bonded over Star Wars for so long. And, like, he hasn't seen The Last Jedi. He hasn't seen Solo. Like, he knows Clone Wars is coming back only because, like, I, like, when the original trailer came out, I, like, emailed him immediately. And I was like, Brigham, you're, like, there's more Clone Wars. But Clone Wars is coming. I did, like, a, like. Like, I typed out a breakdown of the trailer because, like, he couldn't watch it. So I was like, here's everything that happens. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, and oh it, like, Disney Plus isn't launched till November 12th. So, like, he will be back by the time Clone Wars comes back. And, Bless like, which that. they didn't announce when it was coming back. Because they, they said Mandalorian is dropping the first day that it launches, which is November 12th. They didn't say when Clone Wars is dropping. I'm guessing, obviously, it's going to be either that same day or after it those are kind of the only two options but it's gonna be like when my brother is back and so like i'm so excited for him to like first of all come back and i'm just be like there's so much star wars for you like we need to sit and watch all of the star wars and i'm so interested to see what his reactions to like last jedi and solo are especially like really not being around any of the discourse around any of the two movies like any of the controversy or you know all the stuff that came. i'm so jealous i'm like (laughs) Two years later, I'm going to just get, like, a f- completely fresh take on both of these movies. And I am very excited. Which is amazing. So, yeah, ready for that. So, we get, we got, we got that panel. And that was, like, kind of the closing of, like, the big announcements from Sunday. And then we get to Monday, which is a really, really fun day. The big panel of that day is the Phantom Menace 20th yeah, panel. it was 20th so anniversary. cute. I loved it. It was... It was so good. I literally cheered so loud for Ahmed Best when he walked out. If you don't know, Ahmed Best plays Jar Jar Binks. And I think it was a a little while back, he did like an op-ed piece. It was within the last year. Yeah, within the last year, he wrote an op-ed piece that basically said that with all the hate that he got for that role, that he almost took his own life. And 
that just breaks my heart. And I knew going into this celebration, I knew going in that he was going to be there, that I was going to just scream my head off for him when he walked out. And and so many people did and so many people were cheering his name and it was so perfect. Um, They basically just, they covered a lot of the like behind the scenes um, making of the movie, which is great. And then they obviously talked with some of the actors about, you know, their experience, like working on the movie. Um, the one thing that really struck me and I didn't even notice it until I was talking with Charlotte and Caitlin of Sky Talkers, but there was like no direct mention of Padme yeah, at all. Like it was, which like, so obviously, like, Natalie Portman wasn't there. Like they weren't like, yeah, and she didn't. She said she didn't send a clip yeah, either. So, so like, like, was it like she wasn't quite there to like reflect on it? Um, but yeah, it was a little bit strange that they didn't like Padme is such a huge part. At of least mention the Phantom Menace that yes. like yeah, it was a little bit strange that there was no mention of Padme. But you know, we did get a lot of yeah. really cool stuff. So it was. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a really cool panel. I loved it. Um, And then we go to Resistance panel, which I love the first season of Resistance. It's really cute. It is. It it is. Yeah, it definitely surpassed my expectations for it. I don't like, I don't love it as much as like, I love like Clone Wars and like. Yeah, I feel that. Rebels is in a weird space in my brain, so like I'm not sure where it is like compared to Rebels in my brain. Um, but I did I did really really like it. It, it was very enjoyable. Yeah, and they they showed us the first episode I, of season so two, jealous. which which was really cool, and I can't wait to watch it again when it comes out because I'm going to have to like analyze it a little bit more. But yeah, it looks really good. The panel was the cast and some of the creators um, and the showrunner and they just talked about what it was like working on the first season and, you know, what their characters mean to them and, you know, where their characters might go in the season in season two. And yeah, it was really cool. Um, really neat to get to hear about that. And closing my Monday off, which if you know me, like I'm not super spontaneous. I'm just not like, I mean, it really depends on what it is, but I'm generally not super spontaneous. And so on Monday, I, I just decided that I would... Oh my goodness. I love it yeah. so much. So I just I just decided to get a tattoo, which if you don't know, I have a carry, I have a Leia tattoo and it took me a really long time to decide where I wanted it, what exactly I wanted. Like I made an appointment. It was very thought through. And not to say that this one, like I hadn't considered it, but it was very just like, yeah, I want a tattoo. And I'm just going to go get a, a Millennium Falcon tattoo. So... I got a Millennium Falcon tattoo and it's on my ankle. It's currently healing. And um, I posted a picture of it on my personal Twitter. So go to my Twitter if you want to see that. But um, that was the end. That was the closing really of my celebration. That was like the last thing I did. So I, It just looks it was, so good. <laughs> and I love it so much. I'm crying. I'm crying. I, I, want, I had wanted that design for a while. And I'd wanted it even before... I got my Leia one, but I really wanted my first one to have a lot of meaning to it. So for me, that's right. Leia. Um, and, but I always, I love the, I love the look of like very simplistic, like the ships and everything. Yeah. And I just, I love like my brother wants to get like an X-Wing. Mm-hmm. And so, and so I just was like, you know, this is what I want. It was really fast. It was, I mean, it was 
honestly, pain-wise, a lot easier because it was on the ankle and not on the yeah. inner arm. At least for me, it was easier to tolerate. Um, but yeah, that was that was celebration. That was celebration in Chicago. Um, it was here and then it was over. Um, it happened in the blink of an eye, seemingly, even though I was there. I mean, I feel like even with Orlando, even though I wasn't there, it was like, oh, wow, it's already over. Like, yeah. it was just, it goes by it so does. fast. And you get um, so much at once. Yeah, it's it's very overwhelming, for sure. Like, and it's one of those things where, like, I'm gonna have to go back and watch the live stream because there's stuff that I missed, even though wow. I was there. Like, there's stuff that I didn't get to see, even though I was actually there. So, yeah, it was amazing. I can't wait for a Star Wars Story podcast to take Celebration Anaheim next year. Um, if you're planning on going next year to Celebration, let us know, because we're going to be there. Yes, um, we Yes, we will see you. We being the people that we are, we already have a planning Google Doc started. So not not nobody should be surprised. Um but yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait to get to experience Celebration and Galaxy's Edge all in one. I think my heart might explode. Yeah, it's um, going to be a lot, but we're going to be but- there. <laughs> It's gonna be a lot. We're gonna be there. Please come say hi to yes. us. Um, we'd love to. T- we'd love to talk to you guys. And maybe by that time, if we have like a portable mic, maybe we can record some people's Star Wars stories and do us do an episode oh, like that. That'd be so awesome. Um, yeah. So we'll definitely be looking into things we can do while we're there. Um, but yeah, I just can't wait. It was a great celebration. Can't wait for all the stuff coming down the pipeline for Lucasfilm this year. And yeah, I mean, like it was just overwhelming. I'm gonna, it's gonna take me several days to process what happened because it was truly an overwhelming experience in the best way possible. Um, but I'm gonna pass it over to Brooklyn to close the episode and to promote our next episode. Yeah. So yeah, there's your there's your celebration recap. We hit as much <laughs> yes. as we could. We missed a lot because there was a lot that happened, but it was we got the we got yes. the important stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Um, our next episode, uh, we did talk about it on our previous one and just the way that stuff happened. We're going to be doing it. It'll be our next week's episode and we're going to look into Ray. We're going to look into, you know, her story in the movies, what we can like, what we think her story is going to be in the next episode in, um what her story it looks like in in like some of the books and some of like the like extra materials with it um so yeah if you if you love ray if you um have a story about with the first moment that you knew that you were gonna love this character the first you know when what you love about her let us know you can DM us, re- yes. uh, reply to us on Twitter. You can email us. Um, our email is just a Star Wars Story Podcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is yes. at ASWS underscore podcast. Uh, so those are the two best ways to uh, get a hold of us. So please just let us know. Let us let us know what you think of the episode and let us know your thoughts about Ray so that we can we can include them in um in our episode um and where can people find you on twitter they can find me i'm at brooklyn bound and the o's are zeros so at b-r-0-0-k-l-y-n-b-0-u-n-d 
And I am at Delaney Organa on both Twitter and Instagram. So you can go find our personal accounts there where we are gushing about Star Wars basically the entire day. So if you want... Yeah, if you want more Star Wars content than just this podcast, follow go us give us a follow and, and trash yeah, takes. go follow us on <laughs> Yeah, yeah, go follow us, go see us just talk just drone on and on yeah. about Star Wars, which like we're known to do. Yeah. We also um, we do have but yeah. um we have t- we have two replies from two of our listeners who were at celebration. Yes. Um we asked for yes. anyone who uh, to give us their own highlights of celebration. Um and so we have Greg at creature one two four and he just said roll it again from ian mcdarmond after the episode nine panel uh which is so great love it um and then we have uh ben who is at uh ferretliciously um and i I love that so much (laughs) and his response was the music of the phantom menace panel with david collins was absolutely fantastic as was the phantom menace 20th anniversary panel Ahmed Bez got multiple standing ovations like he deserves. The love for Jar Jar and everyone else in the movie in general was overwhelming in that room. And yes, the Phantom Menace yes. love was, and the prequel love was so, so apparent in the celebration. Um, I'm so jealous yes. about the music of the Phantom Menace panel. I love music. I love movie scores. Like, yeah, John same. Williams was like 50% of my like most listened to songs of 2018. Like <laughs> yes. when Spotify gave me my thing, that's, like I listened to movie scores incredible. <laughs> like all the time. And so I'm so jealous that I was not I love able that. to get that. So Ben, if you took any notes, because <laughs> they didn't stream yeah, it, yeah. hit us up with those give notes. Me any information yeah. about that panel. Cause it, I was so sad. Yeah. Please like it. DM us. DM us or email us with those show notes. So thanks. Um, (laughs) Yeah, really. So yeah, that is, um, that is the end of our podcast. So thank you for listening. Um, and let us know what you think about Ray and we will read it on our next episode. And if you feel so compelled to, Go leave us a five-star review on iTunes because we yes, are now, on, now iTunes. on iTunes. So we're on iTunes and we're on Spotify. Go leave us a review. And we also have yeah. our website. Go let and yeah. I don't know. We should probably put ourselves other places, but we're not quite sure yet. So Yeah, just just let us know what you think. Go give us a review. If you if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it at the oh, end definitely. of the next episode. So so please do yeah, that. Yeah, go subscribe, um, but, leave a five-star review. That'd be great. Yeah. And again, thank you so much for listening. And I think the only thing that we can say at the end is may the force be with you. May the force be with you.